Welcome to Talking Puppies. I'm Eleanor. I'm with my Uncle Ben. Hello. And today we're talking boxers. We are talking boxers. And at the end of last episode, I said they're my favorite dog. Yeah. And before we get into basic facts, I want to I want to explain why they're my favorite. Okay. It's because of one particular image that I have, and I've seen it several times, of being at like a 7-Eleven or outside a gas station or anywhere really, and seeing a boxer sitting in the driver's seat of a car and it just the look (laughs) on their face is always the same of just like so in their heads thinking contemplative just going it's been a rough day (laughs) just gonna stop in here really fast grab a few snacks and then head home and and there's just such this deep thinking that's happening on their face because they just stare straight if you've seen this image you know the boxer staring out of a window it's so amazing. And that's that's the reason that they're my favorite dog <laughs> right there. So favorite dog. Now let's go with basic facts. All right. So some of the basic facts is they live about 10 to 12 years. They are about 21 to 25 inches big. They weigh about 55 to 71 pounds. And their fur, it can be three colors, fawn, brindle, or white. And they're really easy to groom. They are much easier to groom than the poodles. Yeah. Um, the white ones, I heard something interesting that like 20% of the white ones... Are deaf. Yeah, that's really I think odd. it was 30%. 30%? That's odd to me. Um, they have a very distinct look too. Yeah. They have this thing called an undershock jaw. It's an underbite. Yeah. And it makes them really strong when they hold on to things. So they were hunting dogs because they could hold on to stuff before their owner got there yeah they could just kind of keep it down um they also have some rather long tongues <laughs> yeah one of the longest tongue brandy she was a boxer and her tongue was 17 inches long it, it's so gross <laughs> it's so gross just a big a 17 inch long tongue so it's longer than a foot yeah oh my gosh the the name boxer yeah it comes like some of controversial things uh one of them is that they actually kind of box so they kind of go up on their hind legs and like use their front paws to like hit yeah they they have like that idea behind them that they would actually all right no more boxing no more boxing you're gonna have to mute this won't you i will <laughs> uh they do kind of sit up and box they're really bouncy yeah. dogs like they jump up and down all the time and they have that look that they kind of box which is a story that they kind of placed on it afterwards yeah after they got the name uh one of the controversies or another way that the name kind of came about was the english just didn't understand the German, and it sounded like they were saying boxer. So they called them boxers. They're like, eh, it sounds like boxer, and it just kind of the name morphed a little bit. Yeah. Also, Charles Dickens apparently, in one of his stories, wrote about a dog, and the dog's name was Boxer. So that was kind of a common name for dogs, not a type. Now this takes us into the history of the boxer. Uh, the boxer is really not as old as some of the other dogs. I think 1890 is when the first official boxer was bred. And it was a cross between a English bulldog and just kind of a mutt that was known as like a bullenbizer or that was in their lineage. And these bullenbizers were these 
these bear fighting dogs, these yeah. vicious bear fighting dogs. And that's where you get this look and this kind of intense dog as the boxer. <laughs> They're German dogs. So they were bred yeah. in Germany and then they moved to England and there were only like 30 of these dogs for a really long time. And there was just a small group that really fought for them to become this well-loved and well-beloved dog. Yeah. And they have a very distinct look. We talked about the jaw, their ears, and their tail. Yeah. Now, this is not something that you like. No. It is tail docking and ear cropping. I think they should just leave the dogs alone. Let them live how they want to. So what, well, what is ear cropping and tail docking? Uh, tail docking is where they cut off their tail when they're young, and then they also trim their ears. They trim their ears so they stick straight up, and they, they clip their tails so that they're much shorter. Now, as working dogs, there was a reason for this, and now it's just kind of become the look, similar to how the poodles have that look of being shaved. But the ears, they flop over. So the idea of clipping them was, one, when they'd be hunting, it would keep their ears out of any sort of danger. They wouldn't have these floppy ears that somebody could grab, that a, another dog or another animal could grab. And also it made it where, it supposedly made it where they could hear better because their ears were up, so they could use them kind of as radars. Where if they're flipped down, the sound couldn't go in. The thing is, we know now that that's not actually true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they could still hear very well. And then with the tails, similar kind of thing. A longer tail just gets in the way more. So that shorter tail, that like two or three inch long tail that they have, it's it's not as uh, cumbersome. Yeah, but now that since they have little small tails, they kind of wag their like whole bottom and like bottom half. <laughs> yeah, they do. Their whole butt will just wiggle back and forth when they're excited. And they're excited a lot. It's like a three-year-old toddler, and they like just never grow up. They're just little puppies. Mm -hmm. There was a joke in one of those videos, too. Um, how many boxers does it take to change a light bulb? It doesn't matter, because they'll just play in the dark. <laughs> that's just that's their personality. So they just play. They just play all the time. And they need to be trained, and they need to get that energy out. Uh, yeah. And they're smart dogs. Yeah. In World War One. They were used by the Germans to send messages, and they were used as war dogs to send messages to help capture um, different the other side, the other forces. And then in World War II, other people took them on. The Americans used them, again, to send messages because they were so fast, and they could go about different terrains. So they would, they would send messages, have bags and packages on their backs. And it, it's such an amazing dog to be used during wartime. Um, beyond that, they are used as police dogs. They're used as companion dogs yeah. because they're so sweet and they're so smart. Again. Yeah. Um, and they're also really uh, clingy. Yeah. So when you are going about your house, they'll follow you around. Yeah. And if you leave, they get real mad. <laughs> and if they're not well-trained and have all their energy taken out, they will destroy your house. <laughs> Um, but with these different jobs that they have, they've had some unique jobs as well, yeah. such as they were in some of the first like motion picture movies. So if you're a big boxer fanatic, look up Moontide, I think is what it was called. There's a boxer in that. And then there's some other silent films that have boxers jumping up and down. I like balls and stuff. And... Mm -hmm. Um, famous people 
have boxers, too. Yep. So Justin Timberlake had a boxer. Eric Yukon had a boxer. Eric Yukon was a famous wrestler. I never saw him, but this picture of him, he is huge. He's just got these huge shoulders, so he looked like a boxer. And supposedly the Kardashians had a boxer. Yeah, I, I never watched the show Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Me neither. So I don't know if that's true, but there's pictures with them with boxers. Yep. Tony Curtis, old actor, he had a boxer. And Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, he has a boxer. So boxers are are famous. They've got some famous people, uh, famous stories of boxers. So there was a story during a wartime um, where there were these two boxers yeah. And they stopped an attack on their owner at night because there was an intruder trying to attack them and the boxers stopped it. One of the boxers was injured during this and injured pretty badly. The other boxer that was not injured as badly stood guarding his sister Aww. until everybody could kind of everything died down and they could come take care of the boxer. And they were both uh, nurtured back to health, too. So it was pretty amazing. That's sweet. There is another famous story. This is a boxer named Paris. So in England, this boxer, when they're when it's going on walks down the street, it picks up cans and throws them into the recycling. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was not trained to do this. It just does this naturally. Aww. So kind of a fun story of a boxer that's just environmentally focused. Just probably doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what he what good he's doing. Pros and cons. Pros is they're like great family dogs. They're, since they're really kind and sweet. They're very trainable. Well, yeah. Well, they're not, pretty easy to train. They're pretty easy to train. They're eager to please. Yeah. You have so, to really be up yeah, on them. Yeah, you got to give them a lot of walks and a lot of play times. They need a lot of energy out. Yeah. Wait, didn't we see eager to please with the poodles? Mm-hmm. So they're both eager to please, but in different ways. Poodles really want to do whatever the owner does. Boxers want to be with their owners and want to please them. But they also get bored easily. Yeah. So you got to keep things fresh and exciting for them. Like me. <laughs> like you. You get bored easily. Sometimes. Sometimes. Excuse me. Burp. <laughs> <laughs> um, boxers, if they're not entertained, they destroy a house. Yeah. They get really destructive. And they're vengeful too. So if you do something to the boxer, ignore it or leave. They will destroy something of yours. Because they're like, ah. they'll poop on your pillow. I don't know if they're that bad. <laughs> they'll do something like that, but they will. They will tear stuff apart. They'll fill up your pillow and then poop inside it. There you go. Maybe. <laughs> um, another thing, and this is hard for me. They drool. Yeah, I like drool. I don't. It's like the long tongue thing. It's just gross. It's just fun the to play with. Oh, it's so slobbery and gross. So. They're, they're a lot of energy. They're a lot of work. You really have to be somebody that is outside all the time with them. Otherwise, they're not going to be a wonderful pet for you. Yeah. Um, boxers are ranked 14. Yeah. And they've been dropping in rank over the past like seven years. Mm-hmm. Was it because they've been going like down or is it because other dogs have been stepping up? Um. Well, other dogs are stepping up, but... I, I guess the dog popularity comes and goes. They're still a very popular dog. 14 yeah. is still very high. 
Yeah. But they've been slowly going down. Compared to some of the other dogs, like Newfoundlands, who are like 30-something. Yeah. Which is sad. All dogs should be ranked number one. (laughs) They're all magical. They can all be magical, I guess. Magical. Still not convinced. Yes, you are. Uh, It's working. Yesterday, he was looking at shelter dogs. (laughs) I was looking up shelter dogs. Specifically, boxers. Um, and so here's a quote from a, a German woman who bred boxers early on, and her name is Frau Stockman. This is from her book, My Life with Boxers. The boxer, however, is a gentleman amongst dogs with short coats. He not only wants the best food, he wants to be handled in a civilized manner, too. He can easily be upset by his master, and this is called being leader sensitive. He cannot stand a hard hand or injustice. It is true that he is pig-headed and everyone has a personality of its own. His real job is to be a house and family dog and to be a friend to the children. Yeah. I think that's a good summary of the boxer. Yeah. Uh, They do look so gentlemanly, so proper. Rough. But they're just playful, like, like nobody's business. Little toddlers. Exactly. So, boxers... I mean, they're they're my top. They're my favorite. I think boxers are better than chihuahuas. No. You would rather have a chihuahua than a boxer? No. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have all of them. Okay. okay. All of the puppies. All of the puppies. Just all in the house. Um, one of every single breed. And then one passes away, I get another one. Oh, boy. That would be a mess of a house. <laughs> all right. What do we got next? Next up, pugs. Uh, eh. <laughs> Pugs. 